G'day there, bakers, writers, and rock stars. Richard Heisman's here today talking about building a reading habit. And most of this information comes from James Clear's work. I'm not sure if you've seen it or read it. I've done a quick review of his book, Atomic Habits. And so in his book, he talks about four parts of building a habit or breaking a habit. The cue, uh, what triggers what, what we might, that's triggering the habit, the craving, the motivational force to do it or repeat it the response, the actual habit, habit itself, and then the reward, um, what you get for completing the habit. Thus, to build a reading habit, according to James Clear, you should go through each of these four stages about creating cues, having cravings, having a response, and having a reward. Other things that might help you are stating an intention helps you maintain progress, um, and stacking habits can generate cues where one habit leads to the completion of many. So if you want to build a reading habit, here are six things that, or how you might do that from a, a cue, craving, response, reward, um, statement and stacking perspective. So cue from a reading perspective, that's trying to place the material close to hand. So that might be if you're going to read journal articles or if you're going to read books, making them available to you. So don't leave the book in your study, Put, you know, bring the book around the house with you. Um, don't leave the articles in a pile, in a um, in tray or an out tray or a to read tray, make them really available. So if you read digitally, um, maybe it's a case of putting your articles on your desktop in order that you get reminded to read them. If you read in an in an analog way or hard copies or printouts, then you might go ahead and um, you know, like I said, leave them near your desk. Um, craving, so craving to read for some people might be hard, particularly if you're thinking about building a reading habit. You might not have cravings to read, so how can you build a craving? Uh, one thing that you can do is write down all the positives that you'll gain from reading, whether that be entertainment or knowledge or understanding or new ideas. All of those things can be things that can ultimately become a craving. Um, your response. So this is really what we care about. How do you read? You One of the things that I think we get stuck in as potentially academics or as academics in training is that we start reading by trying to read really hard material, material that is difficult to read, takes long, it's technical. Um, so I would suggest reading material that is much easier for you to understand. So and definitely, definitely trying to read stuff that is more for pleasure than it is for any other purpose. The other thing that I reckon you should do is only read for a short amount of time. So if you have not got a reading habit currently, reading for one to two minutes or three to four minutes is going to be better than trying to sit down and read an entire article every day. That's going to be dense, difficult. You'll, <laughs> the response that you generate for yourself is going to be a negative one rather than a positive one. Um, so I would be setting a timer and limit yourself to reading probably four or five minutes and adding a minute each day or each week till you get to an, a level that you think is useful. I personally think 20 minutes a day is perfect. I tend to read books rather than journal articles. So I kind of translate that into 20 pages a day rather than 20 minutes a day. Um, the next thing that you should do is set up yourself a reward of some type. So these could be um, tracking your habit and just seeing every day gets it ticked off. It could be um, food you like, or look, doing an activity that you like. It could be rewarding yourself with a purchase of something. It, who knows what the reward is, but you get to choose what the reward is for reading. Then, like I said, um, stating your intention and stacking habits are really important as well. So stating your intention, that might be something as simple as I will read for four minutes a day 
in the morning. Now, if we talk about stacking habits, that's connecting one habit to another. So your reading, reading habit might be connected to your breakfast eating habit. So in that case, you might redesign your intention or rephrase your intention and say, I'll read for four minutes a day while I'm eating breakfast. And the whole idea is that breakfast triggers you, oh, yes, I should be reading now, and you go ahead and read. Um, it might be something else that is a trigger for you, whether that's your morning walk, whether that's a workout down at the park, and if you take a, a break, then you'll take this information to read. It might be that you read on your uh, mobile, and so when you're in a line or waiting for coffee or whatever it might be, you read articles rather than scrolling through social media. So that's some ways you can help build a habit that will um, help you with reading. Now, of course, um, one of the things that you can often happen when it comes to reading is that you get distracted from reading. So we might want to think about breaking bad habits or breaking habits that distract you from reading. Um, so, it, so in terms of the cue, if the cue is boring or other things distract you, then reduce the simulation in the place that you read. So if you're reading in the living room and the TV's there, maybe move from the living room and read in your bedroom or move from inside to outside or outside to inside or leave the kitchen if you know getting snacks is a, a distraction for you. If your phone distracts you from reading, you know, turn off notifications if you're reading on your mobile device, same with your computer. Um, craving, so when you catch yourself being distracted from reading, note what the habit is that is distracting you from reading. Um, and make that more difficult, particularly at the time of reading. One of the biggest things that I think happens is people get bored reading, um, and I've seen a few um, responses to this. One of such responses is to create an even more boring location. So let's say you're reading and you get distracted from reading. It's not so much that your thoughts wander, because I think part of reading is about having diverse thoughts and, and thinking through your research, but you might you know, get distracted and go to the computer. You might essentially put yourself in the naughty corner, go and sit in a boring place for a couple of minutes. And when that boredom is so strong that you want to read, then go back to reading rather than releasing the craving by going and scrolling on social media or doing something else. Um, Okay, so you could, in terms of the response, you could create rules about when you eat or that, you know, you can't have a snack until you've read, all that kind of stuff as well. Um, obviously, if you're getting distracted by the same thing all of the time, you could um, change your reward for that thing, whatever it might be. Um, obviously, if you're getting distracted again by the same thing, or you could state an intention that says, I will not do anything else at breakfast other than read. Um, or I won't do anything else until I've read for five minutes. Um, and then stacking activities, I'll only do something fun once I've read. So what I used to do is I could only exercise for the day. That's something that I enjoy having read for 20 minutes first. And so often then that means that I would read and then go for a run. Uh, and that also created a positive um, cycle for me as well in that reading was connected to running, which was really good for me. So there you have it, some different ways that you could potentially build a reading habit using techniques talked about by James Clear in his book, Atomic Habits.